0: When I was a kid, Nancy Reagan's solution to the drug problem was just say no. Seemed like it might make sense. Just say no, and the problem goes away. Last I checked, everyone says that drugs are winning the drug war. Try telling a smoker that smoking causes cancer and see if it stops them. Just telling someone what to do and telling them why doesn't usually motivate someone, especially when they're addicted to something. That doesn't work. What works is it takes work. It's rewarding work, and people who make the shift, who get past the detoxification, they're glad they did, and they don't want to return, but it doesn't work. Try giving more and more facts. Smoking does this. Smoking does that. This percentage of smokers have this happen. That percentage of smokers have that happen. It also doesn't work. They've heard it already. The more you give facts that they've already heard, the more they discount what you're saying, and they just put up a barrier and don't listen to you. On top of saying merely, just say no, as if that would work, now imagine Nancy Reagan was herself a smoker or a cocaine user while telling others to just say no. Imagine she smoked or did drugs while saying not to. Now think of the environment. That's Al Gore. That's Leonardo DiCaprio. That's everyone. Everyone is saying not to do something that they themselves are doing. The problem that people hear me say is not what I'm saying. The problem is not hypocrisy. I cannot stand people making the environment into a moral issue. People say, oh, Josh, you're so good for what, something that I do. I'm not good for not polluting. You live by your values as much as I live by mine. I'm no better or worse than you are in my life than you are in yours. If you don't value stewardship, I'm not good by your values. So it doesn't make sense to say that I'm good if I'm not good by your values. If you value stewardship as much as I do and you're not doing it, well, then that's a problem on your own that you have to fix. But that doesn't make me particularly good. The point, again, is not hypocrisy. It's effectiveness. It doesn't work to lead alcoholic anonymous when you're standing up there with a fifth of gin that's half finished or if you're leading Weight Watchers with a handful of doof half eaten. Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't know if you saw his movie, but he flies the entire film crew around the world when he lacked snow, presumably in part because of global warming. Can you, Leonardo DiCaprio, see that when you make that movie, you're standing in front of a bunch of alcoholics, drinking alcohol, getting drunk? With your notoriety, you should have a legacy to last millennia addressing a problem that people want addressed, people want to be led by the billions. Instead, you undermine your own potential legacy. Al Gore, all the rest, same thing. By comparison, Muhammad Ali is a conscientious objector. Now, there is a man who acted with integrity. As a result, for people who don't know, he decided he was a conscientious objector at the time of the Vietnam War. When the government drafted him, he declined. They took away his boxing license. They took away his passport. They prosecuted him, found him guilty. It wasn't until years later that the Supreme Court unanimously overturned that decision. But... In the process, he transcended sport and became one of the greatest, not athletes, but humans of all time. We can learn from him. He knew that standing tall meant getting on his knees, not flying first class and hiding it. I know, most people don't want to change the world. You just want your 401k to clear, you want to get your kids into a good college. I didn't ask for back-to-back 500-year hurricanes. You didn't ask the science to predict possibly 2 billion climate refugees this century, and more than that but those are our times. I also didn't ask that we could do something about it or decline to do anything about it, but we can. More smokers telling us not to smoke won't help, nor more alcoholics telling us to stop drinking or polluters telling us to stop polluting. If you want to stand tall, you have to get on your knees. We've all heard that said. We all probably know it in our hearts. If you want to stand tall, you have to get on your knees. For most people, that's an abstract idea. In leadership, that's the case. If you want to reach the mountaintop, you have to climb. And that means getting your knees dirty. It means dropping the addiction to pollutant. Because only from the mountaintop can you see the promised land, a world I've seen where stewardship of nature and other people trumps self-serving excuses that you have no choice, or baseless accusations that someone who acts in a way that you could but don't has, oh, maybe they have more time or more money or resources or they're privileged in a way that you're not. Look deep. And you'll see you have all the means you need, as does any addict, to overcome his or her habit. I'm calling on you to lead yourself, not to manage like Nancy Reagan. We don't need more managers telling people what to do, spreading facts and figures. I'm not saying for them to stop, but we don't need more of that. What we don't have is people leading, to lead. I'm calling on you to consider to lead, to find it within yourself, to dig deep, to see that how you lead others will be your greatest legacy.